But first, here's the news, where the only news is good news. Cambridge Tech Week 2023 is calling for speakers, and I know many listeners across the east of England who should be signing up. Cambridge Tech Week is taking place from the 8th to the 12th of May this year. Speaking slots are quick-fire TED-style talks on a future technologies track, between 10 to 15 minutes long, taking place in person on either Tuesday the 9th or Wednesday the 10th of May at Hinkston Hall, CB10, 1RQ, that's Charlie Bravo 10, 1 Romeo Quebec. Organisers Cambridge Wireless want to hear stories introducing new academic research and very early stage ventures that are going to shape the future of technology from across the region, nay, the planet. The perfect speaker will tick one or more of examples of very early stage ventures working at the bleeding edge, exciting new academic research, new startups or spin-outs at the beginning of their journey, and cutting-edge examples of technology application in academia or industry. Please don't put overt sales pitches into your submission as you will not be considered. However, this is your opportunity to speak to hundreds of major players from entrepreneurs, founders, corporate leaders, investors, media, government, academia and international peers. To apply, please go to cambridgetechweek.co.uk and scroll down to Call for Speakers and click on Apply Now. Now. Do it now. Cambridge Tech Week is just the start, as the coming year is going to be loaded with amazing festivals and celebrations of our places. Ipswich will be celebrating the 550th birthday of their greatest son, Cardinal Wolsey. Meanwhile, culture and heritage are on the agenda for the Norfolk and Norwich Festival, which has just announced that Leeds-born musician Jasdeep Singh Dagan will perform his debut album Anomaly at St Peter Bancroft on Thursday the 18th of May with a nine-musician ensemble. The 12-track album features music rooted in the ancient repertoire of rags, and it's wonderful to see him added to what's already promising to be a brilliant and diverse celebration of culture, heritage and art. Tickets are now on sale, so be quick! The festival itself will run for 17 days, from the 12th of May to the 28th of May 2023, with artists from around the world and the region presenting a huge variety of work, and events will be held throughout the city and around the county. Last year, the festival celebrated its 250th anniversary and is considered to be the oldest single-city arts festival in the UK. The full programme for the Norfolk and Norwich Festival will be announced in February. Some late-breaking news now in science. This just in from the John Innes Centre on Norwich Research Park. Sweet salvation is on hand as a sugarcane pathogen with a unique way of killing harmful bacteria has emerged as one of the strongest new antibiotic candidates in decades. The antibiotic, called albicidin, is produced by the bacterial plant pathogen Xanthomonas albilinians, which causes the devastating leaf scald disease in sugarcane. Albicidin is thought to be used by the pathogen to attack the plant, enabling its spread. 
It has been known for some time that albicidin is highly effective at killing bacteria, including E. coli and S. aureus. These superbugs, notorious for their growing resistance to antibiotics, have prompted a vital need for effective new drugs. So, how does it work? Albicidin targets an enzyme found in both plants and bacteria called DNA gyrase, or simply gyrase. This enzyme binds to DNA and, through a series of elegant movements, twists it up, a process known as supercoiling, a vital process for cells to function properly. However, gyrase has an Achilles heel. To do its job, it must momentarily cut the DNA double helix. This is dangerous, as broken DNA is lethal to the cell. Normally, gyrase quickly joints the two pieces of DNA back together again as it works, but albicidin prevents it from happening, resulting in broken DNA and bacterial death. Despite its antibiotic potential and low toxicity in preclinical experiments, pharmaceutical development of albicidin has been hampered because scientists did not know precisely how it interacted with its target, the bacterial enzyme gyrase. Now, Dr. Dmitry Gilarov's research group at the John Innes Center, alongside the laboratories of Professor Roderick Susmuth at Technische Universität Berlin in Germany and Professor Jonathan Hedl at Jagiellonian University in Poland, have exploited advances in cryo-electron microscopy to obtain a first snapshot of albicidin bound to gyrase. Dr. Gilarov said, We believe this is one of the most exciting new antibiotic candidates in many years. It has extremely high effectiveness in small concentrations and is highly potent against pathogenic bacteria, even those resistant to widely used antibiotics such as oh, blinky neck, fluoroquinolones. Now advances in cryo-electron microscopy have made it possible to determine the structures of even the most elaborate protein DNA complexes. To be the first person to see the molecule bound to its target and how it works is a huge privilege and the best reward one can have as a scientist. But this work is a big team effort and we would not have done it without our European colleagues. The next step for this research is to engage with academic and industrial collaborators and to seek funding to take the research forward to human clinical trials. This could lead to the development of an urgently needed new class of antibiotics in the face of a global threat to antimicrobial resistance, or AMR. Well, that is fantastic news. Not just that the John Innes Centre on Norwich Research Park is leading the way for the east of England, but that such a prominent group of scientists from across Europe are working together on this vital aim for the betterment of mankind. That is truly something that we all need to be proud of. And congratulations to Dr. Gilarov and the team. Whew, that was a lot of news, wasn't it? Please send more of your news releases to newsdesk at easternpromise.site.